Greetings and welcome back to another ongoing series of Shirman Daf Yomi. My name is Yitzchak Et Shalom. We are now in Masechet Eruvin Daf Nun Bet Amud Aleph. This will be our final podcast of the fourth parak. We're looking now at Mishnah Yod. So somebody went out on Friday to go towards a city to set up an Eruv. And his friend told him, no, go back. I already saw this in the previous discussion. He is allowed then the next day to use that as an Eruv, the spot that he went to, but nobody else in the town may. The implication here, as the Rambam says explicitly in his commentary on the Mishnah, is that this fellow was the agent for the community. So again, Rabbi Meir raises this um, uh, double dilemma, if you will, uh, of the Chamar uh, Gamal, which we had earlier in the third parak, when we have essentially a Safek Eruv. In that case, we weren't sure if the Eruv is valid, and therefore Chamar Gamal means that you're pulled in both directions and you cannot go uh, 2,000 amot from that Eruv, you can only go 2,000 amot from your home, but on the other hand, you can't go in the other direction from your home because that Eruv may be valid. Here he does the same thing, minus the Safek, so we'll have to see why that is. Okay. This we saw earlier. Why is he allowed to use this Eruv according to Yehuda and they are not? What's the case? This fellow himself owns two houses. There's 4,000 amot between them. Since he started walking, at that moment he is an Ani. And therefore, an Ani can be me'arev but makomploni. The rest of the people who are at home are Ashirim. They cannot benefit from an Eruv that is done by pointing. So Rabbi Yehuda says, the minute that he has himself gone off on the road, then Kana Eruv. Yehuda's son took it further. Even if he bumped into a friend who said, sleep over here, Eight chamahu, it's too hot to go. Eight sinahu, it's too cold to go. The machamash kimolech, he can sleep over Friday night. The next morning, he can continue walking and use that eruv. I'm a rabba. Now, rabba had the, this particular take on that brayta. Lomar kuli amalopligitzarich. The friend has to actually say to him, "Stay here." That everybody will agree is needed. Kipligi, where's the disagreement? Lachzik about about whether or not. He actually has to get on to get moving on the road in order to make that an Eruv. But certainly the friend has to stay, say to him, turn around, stay here, because otherwise it looks like he just changed his mind by turning around. If Yosef Amari disagreed, he said, Everybody agrees that he has to actually hit the road. The machloket is whether or not the friend has to actually say something to him. So now, Kaman Ula, Ula's ruling. Is now going to follow which of those? Rabbi Rav Yosef. A guy started on the road and then his friend turned him around. He's been returned and he's been muhzak. If he's been returned, then why does he have the Eru? Muhzak means that that Eru was good. What he means to say is even though you went back, you still have the Eru. So who does that follow? Come on, to Rav Yosef. I'll leave Rav Yosef Yehuda. That follows Rav Yosef and his interpretation per Rav Yosef Yehuda, because Rav Yosef said, 
you certainly do have to uh, to hit the road, and nobody disagrees about that. And Rabbi Yosef Yehuda and Rabbi Yehuda agreed to that. And the disagreement is whether or not the fellow has to say something. So in this Brita, you had to have both. And that's Rabbi Yosef, according to Rabbi Yosef Yehuda. Now, Rav Yehuda Bar Ishtata, this particular fellow, He was bringing a basket of fruit to the Rav Natan. So they waited until he went up one step. He said, stay here. The Machar called him Va'azil, and tomorrow morning on Shabbat he'll go. So come on, who is that like? Rav Yosef did Rav Yosef Yehud again, because they they stopped him and they waited till he actually took a step towards making his eruv, and then they told him stay here. Is that again Rav Yosef supported per in his in his description of Rav Yosef Yehuda's take? So look, Rabbi will leave it Rabbi Yehuda. That would follow Rabbi according to Rabbi Yehuda, who said that you certainly do have to say something to the fellow. Okay, Rameir Romer and the Mishnah said, "Kol shechol arayv." It said, "And hatan in a chalazim nasafik." Rameir Romer, Rabbi Yudom Rim, Hariza Chamar Gamal. We had Chamar Gamal in the third parak. Why does he have to say it again? Rameir said, "Lo teima tam to Rameir safik irev safik lo irev." The answer is that don't think that Rameir only says Chamar Gamal is when we don't know if the eruv was good because you did it. If I go this way, if I go that way, the braver problem. Whatever Chamar Gamal, avavade lo irev, love Chamar Gamal. Don't think that in the case. Where there's certainly no eruv, there's no chamar gamal. Afid of adai lo irev, have chamar gamal. Why? Ahach of adai lo irev, have chamar gamal. In other words, chamar gamal here seems to be some sort of a knas we put on him for saying you were sent out to make the eruv, you turned around and went back, you lose both. We are going to consider that you did make the eruv for keeping you from going in the other direction more than two thousand, but you didn't make the eruv, so you don't benefit from it. Okay, the first half of Yud Aleph, Misha Tzachutz Tchum, Afilu Ama Achat Lo Yikanes. As we saw referenced earlier, if somebody went outside of Tchum, even if they're one Ama outside of the Tchum, they can't come in. Rabbi Yezer, who of course holds you have two in each direction, says that if you're two or less away from the Tchum, you could step over. Three, you can't. Now, Am Rabbi Chanina, Raglo Achat Betoch Tchum, Raglo Achat Chutz Tchum. What if you have one leg in, one leg out? Lo Yikanes, you still can't come in. Dichtiv. Now, Raglacha, this pasuk in Shayahu, one of the few halachic passages in all of Nevi'im, which, from which you get Kavod Shabbat and Onig Shabbat and, and, uh, Isur Daber Davar and, uh, and Cheshbonot, etc. Also, Shalohi Hilukhasha Bishabbat, Hilukha Bachol, you shouldn't walk the same way, is if you keep your leg from walking and it's spelled Raglacha without a yod, so it means one foot. Which means even if one foot's out, it's no good. Right says the opposite. If one foot's in, one foot's out, just come back in. So the answer is that's nizkar. You go after your main body. Your main body's in, they're in. Some people said the other version is that he agreed with Achir. Meaning the way we read it is raglecha, not raglecha. Raglecha is plural, which means only if both feet are out are you gone. The answer is He was following You follow your majority. We have one where Rebbe Lezer says, a version where he says, only if it's one of my you can go in. So, if you're standing at the two Amal line, then you can go to Amot. 
had the akatar to become a tlat, but if you ended up at the three amal line, then you only have one amal to play with. That's the thing. We have that other bright where Belezer said you can't come in at all. That's talking about when a fellow is measuring. Remember we said that if you don't know how far it is, where the tchum is, you just measure average steps. Take 2,000 steps. If you go 2,000 steps and you're one smidgen away from the town, you can't go in. Even if your end of your midah ends up in the middle of a cave, you only have till that point and not further. Okay, the end of the Mishnah, let's say somebody was outside of Tchum and it became Shabbat, he cannot move at all because we assume the Tchum to be right on. And so you're outside of Tchum. Even 15 Amot you can move. Why? Because we're not exact and we do not claim to have exact measures because people are mistaken. Who is it who's mistaken? Other people are mistaken, and therefore the measurers are not exact in their read. Or the other possibility is that the measures themselves are not exact. And Rashi has a very detailed piece where he says the uh, the rope is 50 amot, but the people are holding the rope. So if you count, since there are 40 measures with the 50 amot rope to get to 2,000, and he makes a cheshbon of uh, tefach per each thing and multiply it out, it ends up being 90 tefachim, which is... Um, which is uh, 15 amot. Okay, Tanam ne to'ehamida. So to'im is not people who are errant in their walking, but rather to'ehamida. Uh, another possibility is that they would deliberately make it a little bit short to make sure people would not inadvertently go out, but therefore, b'diavad, you could rely on the fact that you may still be in within 15 amot of the tchum. We finished uh, Baruch Hashem, our study of the fourth parak. We're going to begin the fifth parak. Kitsadma Ambrina Taharim in the next podcast of the meantime we should have a wonderful day.